Yep. Okay. Hang on. Just just talk for a little bit. Stall. Stall for me. Thanks. All right. The semicolon is the hostage negotiator of grammar. This is Reconceived with Ben and Leonard. I'm Leonard. And I'm Ben. Um, I have an idea for a game. Okay. I just want you to start spouting out nouns. And then I'll stop you when we're close. Just random nouns. Okay. Go. Blanket. Cheesecake. Dress. Mm. Shelf. Mm. Chair. Tire. Wheel. Fortune. Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. show. Yeah. (laughs) The show. Computers. Airplanes. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, hang on. Uh, Well, no, not airplanes, because we did that last week. Uh, But I do... I do like where we were going with uh, the computers, because we can get where I'm going. You know what? Yeah, so computers, they have keyboards. Guess what's on the keyboard? Guess what? It's right next to the L. It's semicolon. The the character semicolon. How do you feel about semicolons? They're like colons, except not. Well, that... Um, <laughs> pretty much describes most everything, Ben, except for two things. <laughs> That's it. Touche. But yeah, tushy. Um, so, <laughs> what? What are your thoughts about these? Uh, these little winky, winky eyes. Um, I, I read an article somewhere, it was for some school mm-hmm. project, that you are yes. never supposed to use them for any reason whatsoever, except for lists of names, and I don't think I've ever taken that advice in my life. I don't know if I ever intend to. Scratch that, okay. I lied. I know the answer, and the answer is no. I will always use semicolons, because they are a very <laughs> intriguing way to separate ideas. While not ending a sentence. Yes. Okay, so it sounds like I'm not going to be reconceiving you as much per se, um, but hopefully I can uh, reconceive the audience. Because if you notice, semicolons uh, are either used, like, way, way, way too much in uh, writing who people uh, by people who think that they know how to use them, and they just go absolutely hog wild and just put them everywhere they possibly feasibly can. Or they just don't use them at all. And most people, I think, log into that category where they are honestly just too afraid and too scared of messing up and so unsure of its purpose and what it's intended to do that they just don't bother with it at all. Um, and that's how I used to be. And this this always really bothered me because, you know, being one of those characters that you don't really know the purpose of it is very prominent on the keyboard your right pinky finger rests on it and to me that always bugged me because i always thought like why don't you why isn't that button for say like a hash mark or quotation marks or heck even just a regular colon Mm -hmm. um 
and or a question mark like there's so many other possibilities that would have been a lot more practical why is this one so accessible and that always bothered me so i've done research ooh and i have figured out something absolutely staggering okay semicolons are not that bad they are not scary no yes it can't be so they're not scary and they and specifically you don't have to worry about their usage Hmm. and what i mean by that is the fact that even though there are uh multiple uses for semicolons you know it is not overarching it's not like 14 different uses possibly there are two different types of proper usages of semicolons Mm -hmm. and that's it huh um and so like still it's that could seem a bit intimidating because you know there it's still two usage for this one thing you don't know how to use properly even in one example but yeah just as a a reminder that also applies to periods they can be used to end sentences they can be used at the end of abbreviations um they can be paired three together to make an ellipses etc etc but you know even the period uh mark on your keyboard can be used for many different things right. and that's not intimidating at all that's intuitive because we've used it so much mm-hmm. so hopefully i can make a very interesting episode about uh grammar and you know written word even though this is a podcast so please help me ben <laughs> i'll do my very best thank you yeah so the the two uses for a semicolon Yes. So first, let's get to the main purpose. Okay. The main idea behind semicolons is to connect two independent yet connected thoughts. Uh, to give an example, uh, so it's the idea of going to the store for cereal, semicolon, your favorite cereal. Um, it's these two ideas that are linked together by some common theme but are not directly interacting with each other. And that also plays itself out when you're reading out loud, because if there's a period between two similar statements, you don't know if you should have a pause, if you should have a breath, if you should change the pitch a whole lot between the two. But if it's a semicolon, you know that this is the end of the grammatical sentence, but it's going to continue along the same theme. So it's really helpful when you're reading out loud. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you know, to establish even that, uh, is to establish that idea even further, you also have conjunctions and, but, or, or Mm -hmm. that can also accomplish this goal. And that would make your sentence flow even quicker. So sort of think of the semicolon as the middle mark between a comma and a period, Mm -hmm. which is why it has both. Now, some people, they will just skip the conjunction when they're doing that option and just put a comma so instead of saying i love to eat captain crunch every day but we were out of it they would just say i'd love to eat captain crunch every day comma we were out of it that is known as a comma splice and it happens way more often than you would think and it's not nearly as interesting as gene splicing that is exactly where a semicolon would go so you're already putting this idea and putting this practice behind semicolons into action now 
we need to address the question of when is the time to use a semicolon. And simply put, the best time to use semicolons is when the two ideas have punctuation in themselves. Mm -hmm. For example, let's go back to our Captain Crunch. I love to eat Captain Crunch every day. That idea does not have any punctuation. But we were out of it today, comma, so I had to go to the store for more. That has a comma in of itself, which means that when we are trying to connect it with another idea, it is best to use a semicolon. Mm -hmm. So our final sentence says, I love to eat Captain Crunch every day, semicolon. We were out of it today, comma, so I had to go to the store for more, period. There we go. That is the primary use of a semicolon. 98% of the time, that is when you're going to use a semicolon. Does that make sense, Ben? Oh, yeah. Is I that simple? I, I understand completely. Cool. So in that sense, the semicolon is like, like, like a hostage negotiator saying, okay, this is a sentence and this one's complicated. And this is also a sentence. This, this one's also complicated. But you share a similar idea, so I'm going to see if I can make this work. That is an that is a excellent example. Yes, let's make grammar more interesting by making it a hostage situation. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, but that's that's the exact principle where you're taking these two complex ideas that you want to scrunch together. You just use a semicolon. Now, the other way to use a semicolon is to use it as what's called a super comma. Ooh. Normally, when we are making a list of something, we use commas to separate the items. For example, the play will have performances on the 16th, comma, 18th, comma, and 19th, period. That's fine, and that's how you're supposed to do it. But a problem arises when the list already contains commas. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, that's when a super comma needs to be a part of that situation. And, yeah, so the play will have performances on Wednesday, comma, the 16th, semicolon. Friday, comma, the 18th, semicolon. And Saturday, comma, the 19th. So, this type of super comma uh, mostly happens with dates, names, locations and uh, very lengthy descriptions the first time i had to use uh, a super comma was in one of my essays this last semester where i was describing each character in a family and their minor characteristics and because of that very complicated sentence i needed to use a semicolon when i was distinguishing when i was talking about each individual family member so i would talk about the father who's blah 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 comma blah 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 the mother you know and, and in order to make that segregation apparent i needed to use a super comma mhm so in, that makes sense yeah in that sense the super comma would be like the avengers because you have to have a lot of them for them to make sense. And without it, you, the sentence just can't work. Sure. Um, so we went from hostage negotiators to superheroes. Because they're super Yeah. This is a very action-packed episode of Reconceived. How is the episode on semicolons, the one where we talk about the most, 
intense, cool action stuff. That is an excellent question. That seems... I would have yeah, thought it would have very... been the one about marshmallows. I know, but no, like, when we were talking about hostage situations, Avengers, Captain Crunch, I mean, this is just... Whew, it's intense. Now, uh, with the with the super comma, uh, if that still... If you're still unsure on how to use that or if you're just you're just not a fan of it don't worry this version of the semicolon is very very rare comparatively and it won't come up very often if you don't want it to you can always rework your ideas so that you don't have to use a super comma but once again if you want to have all those separate ideas linked together in one sentence you uh that's when the super comma aka the semicolon really comes into play so ben how would you describe once again before i sort of close everything up how would you describe the two uses of semicolons in your own words i would describe them as hostage negotiators and the avengers yep. respectively okay uh with the yeah a little bit longer would yeah. be the first one is to connect two separate sentences, what is, in essence, two sentences that have similar ideas but sort of mm -hmm. complex structure in and of themselves so you can't just use, like, a comma and and. So two sentences, at least one of them has a comma. You want to split them up but keep them connected. That's what the or semicolon is Or even better. Yeah, or even better. I just thought about this. Um, the, the main purpose of the semicolon is just to be the lazy man's conjunction. If you don't want to put in a whole comma and then a hmm. three-letter word, no, you can just put in a semicolon and skip the whole thing. That actually, that's not bad, and that's true, yeah. but I'm going to stick with hostage yes. negotiator. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the cooler way. Yours um, is, like, I just thought, also like, very helpful, though. Yeah, yeah I think I yours makes more grammatical I'm... sense because it helps explain things. Mine just makes it sound cooler. Yeah, like, okay, here's the thing about... It's really funny that I'm doing an a whole podcast based upon explaining things because half of the time I have no idea whether or not I'm making things even better or just way worse. And so I'm always trying to like find and loop around to like one really key note that people can latch onto. I'm going to stick to my guns here and say it's the lazy man's conjunction. That's a nice thesis slash negotiator. And then for the super comma, how would you explain that? I would one? say real quick. That's for lists when each list item is complicated. Yes. Exactly. If you're using a comma other than to distinguish the items on the list, then it's time to use a super comma. Bob. Who's Bob? It's 808. 808. What? Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I was just really confused for a second there. I was just like, Bob, who's Bob? Are we making a list of names? My my favorite baby name right now is just The Avengers. All one word, hyphenated. Not Thievengers. It's very hot. It's The yeah. Avengers. Yeah. That hyphen is very important. But see, it's already taken. Very, very important. So the second version is one with an underscore. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you you have to be the only the Avengers in the block if you're gonna be the Avengers. Oh yeah, if that's gonna be your name. Okay, take real that, quickly, Justice League. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have now 
gone through all the ways, and by all I mean both, that you can use the semicolon. But let me get to the very important point and loop back around to where we very be uh, where we began in the first place of the idea that why don't we use it? And once again, it's because people are just too scared. And I get that because it seems like a very uh, intellectual symbol on your keyboard. You know, if you see a semicolon, you just think, oh, that's for smart people. You know, I don't know how to use that and I can't be bothered to make sure that I'm doing it right. So I'm just not going to bother. But like I said in the Rubik's Cube episode, being smart is an illusion. It's not about how smart you are, it's about how far you're willing to go to gain that knowledge. Because it is accessible. Whether it looks like it or not, it is accessible. And hey, look at this podcast that you've listened to right now. You've accessed it. Great job. (laughs) If we all use the semicolon with confidence, the stigma eventually will go away. I don't know if it's going to be right every time, but with this now... Now that I have this accessed information, with that information, I can go in with confidence. You know, I don't know if it works, but at least I tried. And hey, if you go into it with confidence, no one else is comfortable enough to correct you, unless it's your professor. Just start being comfortable with the semicolon and start using it, and then your right pinky won't feel so neglected anymore when it's on the keyboard. Inspiring words of wisdom from the best of us. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is... Semicolons. Reconceived.